Hi, welcome to another Power Blast podcast where we provide nourishment for the soul, allowing you to transform from the inside out, providing rapid results in mindset and fitness so you can recharge your battery and reclaim your power. Hey there, my friend, Perry Tinsley here. You are in for a real treat today. I have an international award-winning singer and songwriter on my show today. A great interview. Elena Ray from Nashville. Elena, she has been in several TV shows. She she was in the show Nashville, so you may recognize her. She's also been in a film called, I believe it's called The Mix-Up, and several videos. She's she's, uh, worked with uh, big artists like um, Jimmy Bell and Kid Rock and... She also has released a lot of songs on the radio. We're going to talk about some of the nominations for awards that she has done. But the big thing with this interview is just the perseverance of her reaching her goal. And it was not a straight line journey right to right to stardom. She, there, were, there were some challenges there, some things that I know that many people would have said, ah, I'm giving up. This is too much. But not Elena. She is a go-getter, and she has some great tips for you. So let's get right to that interview. All right. So hey, welcome to a Power Blast podcast here. I've got Elena Ray on. Hi, Elena. Hi. How are you? You now? Where are you at? You're outside. I'm at my farm. Very very cool. And you are located in Nashville, Tennessee. Just outside. Okay, just outside of there. Well, way, way cool. I, I uh-huh. hope you're doing well. Doing fantastic. Yeah. For for those of you, you know, I, I, I plan on putting in, you know, I usually put in a little audio clip right at the beginning of the podcast of who I'm meeting with. But should I have not done that yet? Elena Ray, international <laughs> award winning singer, songwriter, actress. I, I have quite a few other things to share, but I, I think one of the fun introductions was how 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 some unlikely sort of things can just fall into place for us to have even met. Because Elena Ray, my uh, my wife Hillary and I, we all met at a rock festival, um, just by chance, uh, back in what 2018, Minnesota yeah. of all places. <laughs> 2018, before COVID and before the world went crazy. Yes. I'm sorry about my dog back there barking. Ah. Can you hear her? A little bit. <laughs> I can hear her. <laughs> uh, it's a, uh, well, big, big dog fan here anyway, so. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, but... so, um, yeah, we met at the, I think it was Rocktober, was it not? Rocktober? Or, yeah, I think it was called Rocktober. I love that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh. Yeah, I was there with my then uh, fiance at the time, Steve mm-hmm. Lynch, and you know we didn't work out, which is all fine and dandy. Wish him the best, but uh, yeah. yeah, I happen to have a blessing in meeting you and Hillary. Yeah, that it's event. been it's been fun, you know. Um, and, and we've stayed connected on you know Facebook and Messenger and things like this, and it was yeah. really intriguing. You know, while I want to um, uh chat about some of the really cool things that projects that you're happening in your life here and the things you've done even since the time that we met Mm -hmm. one thing that really intrigued me so one of my goals this year i'm like i'm going to do 20 interviews of people that have overcome big things in their life to make cool things happen and i'm into the health and fitness stuff and then i saw you do a post something about 
exercising or getting in shape because you were going to go out on tour. And I thought, huh, is there, what, what is behind that? You know, what, what, what is, what goes into, I mean, do you really need to take it seriously? Is it really that grueling that you need to be in shape or does that just help you perform better or how does that work? Um, it, being in shape is so important when you are a performer, you, mm. you have to, if you have to think about, you know, running, wording, running out of breath or something while you're on the stage trying to remember lyrics and everything else that goes into it at the same time. It's just, it's absolutely important uh, to be in shape. Very, very cool. You're well, in shape too. So, so for those people that may not know who you are, I mean, you've done, you've done acting you've done uh you're singing you're up for some major awards you have a barbecue sauce named after you uh you 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 have show horses so you like that i'm guessing that's where you're at right now that's where i'm at right now one of my employees just drove off and uh so that's what you heard in the background we'll have some peace and quiet now because (laughs) the farm the farm people are leaving And then yeah, I heard so it maybe like a, there was a cookbook in there. So, I mean, you've got yeah. so many things going on. You must have like 20 assistants helping you stay in order. I don't know. Just about between producers and managers and agents, booking agents, promoters, um, people, employees at the farm, people that help me with my breeding business for the horses. Um, the people with the barbecue sauce are based out of Montana, oh. and they are the ones that bottle it, package it, sell it. Uh, for me, and I have links on my website for that for people too. Oh, that's so. And cool. it all just fell together, Perry. It's like yeah. I came to Nashville on a a really uh, bad deal. I thought I had a record deal, okay, and it was not the case. Um, it was a what they call them sharks here in Nashville, and um, they basically promise people what they can't give. And then they tie your music up for several years because Mm. you've signed contracts and you weren't educated enough at the time to know what you were getting into. And everybody just sees record deal. I've got a record deal. And they don't think about, you know, making sure that you have the legalities of that in place. So I got uh, screwed for the better word Uh. uh, in the beginning. And it was a long, hard road for me. And just now, after being here for almost 15 years, have had everything just blow up. Wow. So let, let, let me dial back on that. Just, to, I mean, just to uncover it, because that, that, that sounds like quite a journey that I did not know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So how were you uh, always into like, I'm going to become a music uh, or a singer or whatever you, you grew up where in Seattle, something like something like that. I grew up just outside of Seattle. Okay. And a very musical family, very religious family. Hmm. And I wasn't so much religious. I was more spiritual. I wasn't the, the church goer, the every Sunday church goer, but very spiritual based. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got married and my parents did well. Let me back up. I got engaged mm. when I was seventeen. Okay. And my family, being as religious as they were, did not approve of the man that I was going to marry. So two weeks before my eighteenth birthday, I ran away from home, and I moved into his mom and dad's house. And we were married three weeks later. My my family didn't uh, approve 
one bit of it. Okay. And my mom was right. He was not a good person. I went through a terribly abusive relationship. Um, he was arrested many, many times. And uh, it was an awful time for me in my life. And uh, the church at the time that I was part of uh, did not agree with divorce under any condition. And so I stayed for you know, almost five years. He was very churchy, so I had to go to church with him. <laughs> mm, okay. And and then I finally got up enough nerve to leave. When I left, I ended up going into all the stuff I shouldn't have, you know, just a wild lifestyle. And uh ended up modeling, doing swimsuit stuff, all kinds of stuff. And uh regret some of that stuff to this day that I wish I hadn't done because you could see those pictures. <laughs> okay. Brothers of Hollywood, Venus swimwear, all this stuff. So, um, yeah, and I don't quite look the same as I did then. <laughs> I was very thin. But, um, yeah, it was an absolutely great experience for me um, going through the self-evolving phase, you know, where you start to realize what's wrong in your life and you fix it and you grow. And the great thing was, was that I found God on my own instead of just because I was raised that way. So when I left, I'm sorry about the trucks. When I left my husband and uh, got divorced, my family didn't approve of that either because they didn't approve of divorce. My father actually ended up disowning me completely. And, um, life just kind of spiraled. Like I said, I, I've lived wild. I turned my back on that and, and then came to that place of realizing what I needed to change in my life. Mm. And I wasn't going to give up all the good about me and just live in this rut. Mm-hmm. And so I started focusing on the things that meant something to me. That was music. That was horses uh, being creative. I'm also an artist. I love to paint. Oh, wow. And yeah. And I just decided to start doing all of that and developing myself, coming to know who I was personally, because I don't think I even knew at that point who I was. And, um, it's, uh, the, the music part, Perry, I can tell you, I had never, I, I wrote songs as a little girl and poetry but I never thought I was really that talented I just thought I like to sing it's never gonna be anything maybe I'll write some songs one day or something like that but it was never something that I was off chasing that neon rainbow trying to become a star I never thought for a minute about that and I got into um, a, a friendship with the lady that worked for me with my horse business way back then, because I've been doing horses for years. Okay. Um, and she said, when I went through my divorce, that we needed to go have a drink. And she says, I would take you out for drinks and karaoke. And I said, I'm not going to karaoke. She said, come on, girls, go have a Long Island and some karaoke. All of so a sudden, you're I a star went, after a Long Island iced tea, right? I, I had two <laughs> Long Islands, and I never had one in my life. And I got up there and sang a song and this man comes up to me afterwards and he said, would you like to front my band? And that's how it all started. Wow. Pretty crazy, huh? 
that that is a, a very unique set of circumstances that led to that. Wow, uh-huh. sounds like a movie in the making. Um, so by the book. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what then, what, how long before the next part where it's like, okay, now this potential Nashville gig gets, uh, okay. Yeah. So, so I was horror. I was just so depressed because I was going through the divorce yeah, and, you know, I was so, you know, I wasn't close to the family. They didn't approve of my lifestyle, do, 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 all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I started that band with that band and I played with them for several years and we toured oh. up and down the West Coast doing the casino circuit. Oh, how, that's wow. How was that? Did you love it? Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah. I mean, I did everything from heart to, you know, it was a cover band, of course. So I did everything from heart to Led Zeppelin to Christina Aguilera to, Britney Spears. I think I did it again. I can still do it. You still got it. <laughs> and yeah, we had so much fun. Um, and then it was at one of those shows that this man comes up to me and says, you need to come to Nashville. I am part of capital management. Um, we want to sign you to a deal. Can you get there this week? And I was like, oh my gosh. Absolutely. I was like, this only happens to 1% of people, right? If that, of people trying to become music, you know, at that point, which I was trying to do music at that point. Okay. So I called my mom and I begged her um, to take the horses that I had in. There was 10 of them at the time. If she would take them, because she has a farm and take care of them for me until I got back. And she agreed. And so I hit the road with my drummer, my best friend. And we came to Nashville and it was a con job. It was, I got there and he asked me to come into the office and and talk to him about everything going on in my life and sign this record deal that was on one piece of paper. And part of that was that I was paying $50,000, which I had no money at the time. I was living like most people paycheck to paycheck. And um, he said I could work off that money by doing modeling for him. And I was like, oh my gosh, here we go again. So I didn't do it. I was like, I'm not selling myself out on this. And I ended up um, getting a hold of a really well-known uh, attorney at the time, Orville Allman, who was one of my best friends for like 10 years. He just passed away, but he was Jason Aldean's attorney. And he got me in touch with all the right people. He got me in touch with the right promoters, the right agents. Um, you know, I never got that big deal. I was an independent for so long, just recently have signed a, a awesome deal. So yeah, it's a long it is a long road, Terry. <laughs> that is a long road. And yes. th- that was one of the things you and I were talking about. I mean, it's like, and, and I'm sure there, there are like tons of spinoff stories along the way. Yeah. Um, you and I were talking about, you know, what would you, what would you say to your younger self, you know, knowing now what you know now, but we, but we, I think we came to that agreement or at least you said something to me, the effect of, 
there's probably a lot of things, but I don't know that I, that the journey would have been the same, you know, or I would be at the same place. I don't, you know, something to that effect, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, gosh, when I look back on it, I think to myself, if I could say anything to myself, I would say, don't do it. Mm. (laughs) Because 20 years of my life was misery pretty much. You know, I mean, I went through hell and, um, I think if I was to go back and talk to myself, I would say, take your time. Don't rush into everything. Evaluate every situation. Um, Make sure you have your legal stuff taken care of before you sign on anything Mm -hmm. in life in general. Um, Work hard. Let the talent speak for itself. Don't sell yourself out. Um, if you're a girl that's an attractive uh, girl, don't use that. Use your talent. Use your heart, what, what God gave you, the gifts God gave you, and always stay close to God, you know, for me. One of the things that, that I, I know just from an outside um, you know, view here is just your – you didn't change the goal. I mean, it, it looks it looks like there were there were plenty of opportunities there for an escape hatch to just say, you know what, maybe this maybe yeah. this music thing isn't the the way to go. Yeah, hurdle after hurdle after hurdle. Let's go. Let's go back. Just do the horses or something. You know, I, I love that, I, and I can sing to the horses. Yeah. <laughs> but but you didn't change the goal. You just changed the way the, the way you went about it and kept going. Yeah, and that's the thing is, um, I don't believe in ever giving up ever if you love something and cherish it and it feeds your soul and you feel good when you do it you need to do it because that's a gift you have and your gift is going to touch other people to some degree let's take you for example your gift is your motivation you're talking to people the things that you put out there about staying motivated and good energy stuff it's healing for people they need to hear it and so you're touching people you may be doing what you do because you love it, but you're touching people. You know, you never know who you're going to interview or what's going to come up that's going to change somebody's life. Yeah. And so that's your gift. Love that. Yeah, it's I, awesome. Isn't yeah, it? It, 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 I love that. We, you know, that's why we're on this on this uh, podcast together. I mean, it's that that mindset stuff that to persevere. Uh, mm-hmm. go, living toward your, you know, go constantly going for your passion. And I think paying attention along the way um, mm-hmm. and, and, and embracing the journey, even mm-hmm. though the journey may, may, may have some speed bumps in there oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> and potholes and whatever. Um, yeah. Do they get potholes in Nashville? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what, so now what's been, what has been happening? Okay. So, Let's let's go back from the past five years since mm-hmm. we first met to to where you are now. I know you were talking about, hey, I'm looking to. You, know, you were doing some independent things, but now you're working with some major collaborations. You've got some international award, um, at least nominations coming up. What what sort of things have been going on? I don't want to be the one to announce them all here. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. So, um, you know, I I through the help of Orville. Uh, ended up getting songs on the radio, uh, mm. various uh, different streaming things to start, and then some serious stuff. And 
uh, I got nominated for a couple of awards uh, in 2020 for my song, The Look, the remake from Roxette. And uh, well done, by the way, you know, that got some serious airplay um, over there in in uh, the Netherlands. And I was shocked because that's where they're from. So I was like, well, they might not take too well to somebody coming along and remaking the song, but they did. And uh, that song made top 10 charts over there. And then my other song, I know it was crazy, right? Yeah. My song, Always Let Go. Um, I keep looking over there because I see one of my horses is trying to get through one of the fence posts. <laughs> uh, sneaky one. Uh, anyway, uh, Always Let Go ended up winning the International Singer Songwriter Song of the Year Award. And that was crazy. I never in a million years thought I would win an award. Congratulations. And, That's so cool. Now I'm nominated between the Red Carpet Awards in the Netherlands and the award show here. This summer, I have a total of 13 nominations. Dang, look at that. See where that position's paid off. That's Isn't like... that nuts? Now, what, what, what was your mindset? What was going What was going down through your mind when, when those announcements came through? I was just like, I just, I'm so excited. I can't stand it. I didn't know what to do, really. I just <laughs> couldn't believe it. It's like, oh. Now the airplanes are taken up. I, I have my farm right by an airport. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, we'll throw in all the special effects sounds today. Why not? <laughs> um, yeah, I was just so over the moon about that. I could not believe I that's a lot of nominations. Hmm. And uh, I'm telling you, just putting your nose to the grindstone and believing in yourself. And you know what was funny for me? I had the door shut in my face so much by everybody for the first few years. Yes. And uh, gosh, it it can really drive drive you into depression if you don't if you're not careful. Mm-hmm. And um, what ended up happening was I finally decided I'm not going to allow these people to define me. Mm. I know for a fact I'm talented Mm -hmm. and I believe in myself and I'm just going to keep believing. And I started taking all the little accomplishments. So some little thing that might happen, I maybe got an internet radio show and I would make a really big deal out of it. Okay. And then I started gaining fans and followers. My numbers started going up. My Mm. playlist started going up. People saw that I was believing in myself and they then started believing in me. And that is where I think the law of attraction comes into place that you believe in you and what you believe you draw to you and focus on that. It will come. I now have 13 nominations, awards that I've won world champion horses, Horses that I've trained from the ground up, a huge breeding business that is extremely profitable and uh, kind of just living my dream in every way. It's just crazy. And now I got this deal with Jimmy Bell. I'm doing yeah. a deal with him on a, a on a rock project. And then I'm doing a whole nother deal back to my roots with Billy Smiley, who is 
the founding member of the band White Heart and with the Petra guys. I mean, this is crazy. Oh my goodness. I want to come back to the belief thing, but how did how do those collaborations come about? I mean, well, you talked about the the attraction, but were, were there some things like, is it who you know, or did, did it just happen? Yeah, it, it is. It does play a, that does play a lot in it. Okay. So, of course, Steve, my ex, was part of Autograph. Right. And Jimmy Bell took over Steve's place in the autograph band. Mm -hmm. okay. So Jimmy Bell had started following me on Facebook because when Steve left and wanted to do that project with me, which by the way, I had nothing to do with, okay. he had an issue with his hands and he wasn't able to do the hammering anymore. Uh, okay. And he wanted to do something softer, a little easier to play. And so we branched into doing the 222 thing which never took place because we didn't work out. But through all of that, Jimmy had started following me. There was no bad, bad blood between them at the time. And he started following and contacted me and was like, man, I got some great songs that are kind of in your vibe per se. Would you be interested in hearing them? And so I listened to a few and I was like, Jimmy, these are unbelievable. <sighs> yes. And he's like, well, I got like, so many and he started writing them he within five weeks he had written 20 songs no for way. me yes i'm not wow. joking we're both kind of add he and i so we kind of play off each other well it's great <laughs> oh that's fantastic <laughs> but so that's with that and then the uh uh thing with billy smiley it's i don't even know i guess we were part of some of the same uh music groups uh online and he saw my music somewhere there. He contacted me. I didn't reach out to them. Wow. So, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Trust and believe is what's coming out of what I'm hearing here because it's like, I don't know how things are going to work out. I mean, you probably couldn't right. have scripted that path, uh, even even in right. probably some sort of fictional novel. Yet, here, here, <laughs> here it comes. Um, I think people, when they hear my story, they're probably like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, really, really. Yeah, there's like, ah, she made that up. No. I know it. And it's so not true. I, I, everything I lived through. Um, but you are right. It's trust and belief and, um, you know, just never giving up. Mm -hmm. What is it that you have, you know, reflecting back, are there some things that you did to cultivate that belief in yourself B besides, you know, celebrating the wins and, and getting in front of an audience and doing that. And I, I'm sure, you know, through repetition, those things can implant, you know, positive things in your thinking, but were there things that you've done maybe all your life or in recent years to cultivate that belief of yours? Um, I think, you know, as a little girl, I remember me in the very beginning telling you when everything was chaotic because people are driving around and mm -hmm. <laughs> our focus wasn't really on, but, um, I had said how I used to write and do poetry, but didn't really believe in myself talent-wise at the time. Mm -hmm. However, I would, as a young, I'm talking under 10 years old, write down my list of things I was going to do, what I was going to be, mm -hmm. um, things I wanted when I grew up, and I would do this all the time. As a little girl, mm -hmm. yeah. I would schedule 
my life for when I was in my 20s, when I was like 13 years old, I was like, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have, I'm going to be making dinner at five o'clock every night. <laughs> I really did this. This is just how I have always been very structured, very driven, um, you know, make it happen one way or another. And that's another thing is never putting too much focus on the road there, the way there, because that's going to change no matter what your life is going to change directions constantly. So you just focus at that point of becoming an adult. I realize I just need to focus on getting there. It doesn't matter how, but I got to yeah. get there. Sounds like the makings of another Elena Ray song. Um, <laughs> no, that's really it. it that is, I mean, and, and that sometimes can seem so abstract to people because sometimes you can just look at your current circumstances, not see a way out or see a way right. or, or a path there and literally let that paralyze you from, from doing things. But w w when you're, when you're putting those things down, have you ever gone back to any of those notes that you did as a kid and gone, dang, it, they, they came true, <laughs> you know? It's so funny. So I, uh, there's a song that Miranda Lambert had done. Um, gosh, I'm trying to remember the name of it right now. Talks about her going back to the house th that brought her to where she is now, to the house she grew up in. Mm -hmm. And it made me want to go visit my home. My mom doesn't live there anymore. Um, she lives in Idaho. But at the time, they lived there and I wanted to go see the house. And uh, I remember when I got there, it was so strange to me because none of the emotions that I thought I would feel going back home to my place of my childhood were there. It was just like a, a foreign place to me. Okay. But I did remember where I had hid some of the poetry that I wrote in a tree out in the back yeah and there was a big hole in it and inside of that tree there was these shells like these nature made shelves listen to this i kid you not i um, asked the people if i could go back there and they said i could and i walked back there and pulled out a pile of yellowed paper where you could barely see the writing on it and some of the papers around the edge, it just crumbled into nothing. But when I opened it up, the inside papers were still good. Yeah. And they were horrible. <laughs> what was horrible? The paper or what you wrote on it? Huh? What, what, what was the horrible part? It was just like, just awful. It was just completely just, I don't know. I don't even remember what they said, but... It just was not good poetry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but boy, I learned something with that. <laughs> okay. Well, see, you wrote that down. You got that out of your system. <laughs> <laughs> but wow. it, what it did, though, is it did it did show me by going through that and going back there that that was it's all in the molding of you. Mm. You know, you start with those little things. And when you come back to where you have made some great success and you go back to where you began, boy, oh boy. Mm. I had to go. It's like what you said a little bit ago. I had to go through 
everything I went through mm. or I wouldn't be where I am today. It's, it's so interesting. And I, I, I just, you know, a lot of times if we were given that roadmap ahead of time and said, here's what you're all going to go through to get this, you probably would have said no. <laughs> um, you know, I know it. It was, it's like, oh my, you, are you kidding me? But, um, <laughs> true no but 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 look at what you've grown and what you know there's such a power in (laughs) looking at reflecting on the things of what you've accomplished in life and where you're still going and also taking a look at the what have i overcome because there is proof in both those both those elements as to where you're where you're going next and and that's what i know i mean where where are you going next what do you have great vision for uh, where Lena Ray is going next with either her horses or career, whatever. Oh, yes. I plan on having the biggest Morgan horse breeding operation in the country. That is my plan. Currently, I have eight breeding stallions. I'm, I almost have, I think I'm second right now to uh, the people that have the most stallions. So now it's just getting the babies out there. I've purchased a lot of mares and doing that. So I want to have that. Um, and then musically, I just want to touch people. Mm. I've gotten to the point where it's so funny because I finally got the deal that I wanted since I came to Nashville. And now I don't really care. Mm. I care more about that the music that I'm making touches people. It's great that you know, you've got t- top producers. It's great that you're on the radio. It's great that you have all this amazing stuff happening as the wind is blowing my hair around. <laughs> <laughs> but what is important is the connection to the music that people feel. That's what matters to me the most. When did that when did that um that shift in mindset for you happen? Was it when you got like I, I I got the I got the contract I got the thing that I wanted and I I, I had a, a mindset perspective shift about it or what what was that that no um basically I got so depressed mm. when my thing with two twenty two didn't work okay and i just got to that point where i was like you know what i am just gonna be me do my thing if it ever gets anywhere great if it doesn't that's okay too i at this point i just want to enjoy life i want to wake up with my coffee smile enjoy good food and red wine love riding the horses spend hours music sit on a saturday in my backyard on my deck painting you know and just be happy and at peace and um you know healthy <laughs> you know it's so important that you love life yeah. and then it's weird once you finally get that to that mindset it's like universe says okay here you go you allowed it to come in <laughs> you uh yeah you let something go so it could go the, the, what you wanted and what you uh uh needed uh, Isn't that amazing? Right. Wow. Well, I, I I love hearing your story, and it's so really just sends chills down my spine. Just listen to that, and I'm sure there's some elements. But are there any um, 
I think you've given some good, great words of wisdom already, but before we, just to close this out, any words of wisdom other than we, we know never give up on your dreams and your goals. Um, any other things that you're like, ah, I would love to share this, uh, either somebody aspiring um, to go after their dreams. Uh, like I said, um, don't sell yourself, um, to anybody yeah. for anything. Don't, um, don't let them decide who you are because then you'll never, ever know who you really are. Um, I would say that is very important and always, always be prepared as much as you can be. Don't spend all your money and leave yourself out in a, a ditch somewhere. Um, just be careful, do, do it, but use your head. And keep your passion. Oh, that's great. That's Thank you. Most I could see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I so appreciate you. I, I'm glad we, we, we've we been planning this thing for like uh, two and a half, maybe even three months now. We, we, were, sneak, we were sneaking to, up on it. <laughs> I know. And then I ended up having to do it here with the um, cars out here. I'll show you a little bit around here. So. Out there, you could that the other side of the barn farm there, uh -huh. there's a road that goes between both sides. And it's a pretty busy road. So can you, you see okay? Yeah. So you can see it's a very big farm. Yes. But um there's a lot of noise. And I hate that you had to have your our podcast here, but I was not gonna cancel on you again. It's well, been crazy. What we got here was uh, your life. Um, we, we got to be in your environment of what makes you most happy. And so, yeah, I, th I think it was really cool. So appreciate Good. that. I appreciate our friendship. I appreciate you. I cannot uh, best. I mean, really, congratulations on the success. Not, well, you will be the, the, the top Morgan horse uh, breeder. And um, yeah, you already are. You already are. You've, you've declared it. Um, <laughs> and, and, that. and best wishes to you to on those awards. I I I, I have a hunch a lot more are coming. Oh Especially yeah, those, yeah those I'm collaborations. going to be doing two albums this year. Oh yeah. So I'm doing the the thing with Jimmy Bell, and I'm also doing the thing with Billy Smiley, and I'm also doing a Christmas project. So yeah, it's pretty incredible with some of the top people out there. So. Very cool. Where can people learn more about you? Oh, go to my website, elenaraymusic.com. Okay. And uh, everything is on there. You've got links to the barbecue sauce. You've got links to um, the... Now, since you last saw it, it was just in the building phase, I believe. Um, but you can go to my merch store uh, for clothing or the, the barbecue sauce. There's links to all of my music there. There's a lot of backstory on there for people to learn a bit about what's going on and what's happened in my life before. So yeah. music.com. I will drop that in. I'll drop it in the lower third here on the video version, but I'll also put it in the show notes uh, because this podcast does come out in audio awesome. and will be on YouTube a little bit later. So awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so awesome. much for coming on, my friend. It's such an honor to be able to chat with you, learn your story, and just uh, the words of wisdom that you gave was just amazing. Thank you so much. I just appreciate you 
and Hillary. I love you guys. And I'm, I'm so glad that we have our friendship. It's, it's such an honor. All right, Elena Ray. Hey. All right. Yeah. That's another Power Blast podcast in the books. Thanks so much for tuning in. And remember, when you are ready to recharge your battery, make sure you go to talktoperry.com. That's talktoperry.com. That's P-E-R-R-Y. And I want to listen. I want to hear, you know, what's going on. I want to help you in that 15-minute call to recharge your battery and reclaim your power so that you're off and running and creating massive momentum toward your dream. Also, every day, I am delivering more motivation, support, tips, and strategies inside my free community with amazing people uh, like yourself. And we are conquering the mindset and the fitness. I do 52 weeks of free training in there. Plus, I coach and I mentor people as well as give you access to tons of resources and guides. Just head over to UpsideDownFit.com and you can get into the group. And hey, you would be an awesome friend. If you get over to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave an honest rating and review for the Power Blast podcast. It helps awesome people like you find this show even faster. That's all I have for this week. I'll see you on the next Power Blast podcast. And always remember, it's never too late. We'll see you next week.